Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. My guest today, long overdue, but it's the right time. Timing is everything. And my guest is Dwight Simmons. Got a comedy special dropping July 20th called Who's the Master? If I ever had a baby, I had a kid that did comedy, it'd be this guy right here. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. He's like me, but he's a lot damn better. Check out his special July 20th. Enjoy this episode of Tales from a Gemini. Dwight. Appreciate your BT. Appreciate you guys. Watch Who's the Master? Show enough, July 20th. <laughs> YouTube, baby. That's the most ethnic I've ever seen him. <laughs> oh, this is just the intro. Yeah, that's the intro. <laughs> Check it out. Show enough. Did you say show enough? That's what the, yeah, show enough. Who's okay. the master? Show enough. Kiss my converse. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready, man. Oh, you're shit. Good. Is that it? We, we, are we ready? We rolling? You're good. Oh, shit. We ready to go now, bro. Let's do it. Oh, shit. Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. Man, let me tell you something. The guy I have right now, I always said this. I always said like it was like when I saw you, I go, oh, my God, that's me. I did. When I first saw you, when I first moved here, and I saw you on stage, I go, that, that's me about 15 years ago. I mean, when I first saw you, I go, honestly, we know this I go, that's me, but a better writer. Okay. A better writer. I go, I go, oh my God, like, I wish, like, the jokes we do are so similar, but I go, but you do it so much smoother. Oh, like, man. Where, where I, where, okay, it's like this. You know how guys used to dance back in the 90s and scared the shit out of women? Like, they basically, they me too women on a dance floor and shit. <laughs> Push it real good, you know, like that. You were <laughs> grinding? Yeah. The, like, you get up and you grind yeah. without asking for, for permission. Yeah, you don't even ask. You <laughs> yeah. just go and do it. Well, I was that guy, and you were the guy, like, excuse me, miss, I would like that dance with you but first of all would you like a drink maybe some chardonnay you're that guy and they go yeah well, yes, smooth, yeah. yeah that's you your jokes were just so well crafted uh, i mean that so, and i was like god damn it this is what i could have been you know what i mean that's what i'd be like, <laughs> like you still can't i don't know you, man i'm club all, i'm club fighting like rocky and shit you you're, you're you're selling out fucking pay-per-views <laughs> and shit and now undefeated at <laughs> 39 and old the white i'm a great writer this simmons is, this is blasphemous it's like it's i've true. never not seen you get ready to do a set without like the trapper keeper notebook 80 million pages long just flipping through i know jotting shit down i do but i still yeah. don't have the right the fucking writing you i go god damn i, I sort of got I mean, because I like everything. There's, you know, bits we do similar because we almost are on the same wavelength in, mm -hmm. in a way. I mean, I think our, I think our line of, uh, our, our, our line of thought or whatever is similar. Yeah. And that's not even being disrespectful to you. I'm just saying that's why I've always connected with you because I, I love what you do. And like, you know, I had a joke about reparations, and I saw you do your shit, and I was like, God damn it, why didn't I do this? Why? And, and like, I, and I'm sitting there, uh, just uh, like. In my head going, I got to get a joke about white liberals. But uh, And then you do your joke about the white liberals and the honeybees. I go, yeah. motherfucker. I mean, it's like I'm so mad, but I'm happy for you. I'm like, no wonder this dude is where he's at. Isn't I mean, that comedy, though? It's like, man, I'm happy for that dude, but fuck that dude. You yeah. know what? I feel like I'm Drew Bledsoe and you're Tom Brady and I got hit by Mo Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm nursing a collapsed lung. And you came in and now you got like five Super Bowls. Like, yeah, oh I might play next God. year. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Let me see what Giselle wants to do. <laughs> and that's what I feel like. I feel like uh, I feel like Drew Bledsoe going, hey, man, you guys need a quarterback? It's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, first of all, I watched your special. It was fantastic. Oh, thank you, by the way. It's thank fantastic. you. Thank you. Thank you. It's thank wonderful. You. Thank you. And it's like you come from a different angle. I think we talk about this quite a bit, like your upbringing like plays a giant role in that. Yeah. And I think we had not the same upbringings, but yeah. similar yeah. upbringings and, uh, you know, growing up not wealthy, but in around a lot of white people yeah. in either <laughs> the, like I grew up in an ultra wealthy neighborhood with white people. And I drove a, I drove a 86 Sierra Cutlass Oldsmobile in 2004. So they have windows. No, it didn't have ten. Did, How many like, times did you pull over? How many times did you pull over? Uh, twice. <laughs> Yo, one time, one time my car ran out of gas. I was stranded on Keystone, and a cop pulled up behind me, and he was like, "What's going on here?" I was like, "Oh, I ran out of gas." I was like, "I didn't have a cell phone back then." I was like, "I, I just got to go call my parents." And he goes, "All right, good luck." And he bounced. <laughs> he left me on the side of fucking Keystone. He was like, "Good luck. Good luck to you." 
I'm like, what are we talking about? <laughs> what year was this? What year? Yeah, this was, I had just gotten this car. It's like my junior year of high school. He left me on the side of the road. <laughs> Make sure you were like, like he got doing anything nefarious. Do. And, okay, you good? <laughs> you good? See, hey, but hey, I will say this though. Indianapolis police are on a different level. I swear yeah. to God. New Year, it was Christmas Eve. I swear to God, Christmas Eve, this Mexican dude had wrapped his truck around a telephone pole. I got there maybe, maybe about two minutes afterwards. Yeah. He was still kind of like dazed. And it's straight Mexican dude. Like he was speaking Spanish, right? And an airbag had deployed. And I go, hey man, you okay? And, eh, eh. and I go, and I saw a cop. It was like, you know, it was like a, it was a, it was an access road to the interstate, but there, you know, there's a little fence there. And I go, cop! And he, I go, cop, I just yelled it. I yeah. guess I was a good boy. It was in the winter time, Christmas Eve, and the winter was up. Well, he did it. U-turn came back. I swear to God, like I go, hey man, this guy just had a wreck. Cop gets out. This black cop gets out. He goes, sir, are you okay? And he starts to expand. I swear to God, he goes, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, God, I mean, it was the, it was the all fuck, like, you don't give a shit, like, it, that was, that was the all fuck it was, he goes, he was ah, way, fuck, and I was going, on his way home, yeah, <laughs> oh, I just clocked yeah. out, God, God forbid you have to do your fucking job and work overtime, and then, then the, the fireman came, oh, and they were man. a little like, you know, oh, you gonna be okay, sir, and they were, you know, jaws of life, but man, the way he sounds like, this dude don't give a fuck, <laughs> so maybe it wasn't so much racial as, hey, good luck, and leaving. It's just they got better shit to do. I guess so. I mean, he's on his way to a booty call. First of all, there's no crime in karma. I don't know where this dude had to go. Well, there's double parking. I'm sure people yeah, double yeah, park. It's, it's, it's karma. It's karma. Yeah. <laughs> people speeding of the wrong uh, melatonin. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, ended up, I had to walk to Steak and Shake. Uh, like cro across the highway. I had to call my dad. You know, you had to, <laughs> hey, can I uh, borrow your phone? I'm not ordering no food or nothing. Can I borrow your phone? I got to call my dad. Did they do it? Yeah, they let me. Yeah. I called my dad. I told him the story and he was like, ah. <laughs> By the way. He was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> Brought my kids to this goddamn city. What a weird way to start the show. This, uh, for people who don't know, this is Dwight Simmons, one of the greatest comics. And I'm not going to say Indianapolis. One of the greatest comics around. You guys got to see it. And he's got a special coming out. We The, the thing is, we, we did a podcast before and we had a new guy in and something happened, technical difficulties, mm -hmm. and it was a wash. And I was so I literally was so upset. I felt my soul leave my body because we had a great podcast. It was a good one. And I because I had I had wanted I wanted to get the podcast to where I wanted it, then have you on. Cause you were always, I was like, I got it, I'll get Dwight on, but I want to make, make sure I'm right. Yeah. And so, you know, kind of like when you like you meet a, a cool girl and you and you ain't doing shit right in your life, you go, you know what? Stay right here and I'll come back. And trust me, I'll be right. You know what I mean? I, I gotta fuck some other fat girls and I'm gonna come back and then yeah. you're gonna be my one. You know what yeah. I mean? I, well, I appreciate that. You never wanna be the first podcast guest because that's like the ultimate disrespect. Yeah, we don't hey, know. Man, come on down. I'm, a, I'm, I'm testing some shit out. Yeah, so. yeah. So anyway, Dwight, so you're black? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, the fuck, man, you know me. Anyway, so what's it like being black around white people? Uh, yes. <laughs> It's like that's the episode first, the first episode. And shit. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah I so appreciate I wanted you having me back. No, so I wanted to have you on, and it's it's actually better timing because now your album, Who's the Master, is going to drop July twentieth. July twentieth. Yes, Come on, July twentieth. It's going to drop on YouTube. You guys, please get a chance watch this special. If you go on his Instagram, and I mean this, he has great. Clip. He doesn't do the crowd clips like everybody else does. Mm -hmm. This guy shows his material. And you watch it, and it's some of the best writing you will ever see here. And I mean, and I mean this with no disrespect. I asked you from the first time, the one that didn't air, you know, about when you went to New York and all that. But mm -hmm. I want to ask, like, do you ever think about if you had stuck it out in New York, you probably could be writing on Saturday Night Live. I think about this all the time, man. Like, I was, uh, you know... Staying in New York was not a mental, healthy, healthy thing for yeah, me. Yeah. It was like uh, my writing had transformed into like this real angry comic. And I'm like, that's not me. Because of, because of the environment you were in, The right? environment is like, you know, I never wanted to be a bitter person. Yes. I'm not a bitter person, but yeah. something about that city. Yeah, you man. see people getting opportunities that you're like, what the fuck? And then it's just like. Passed over, passed over, passed over. Okay, was it the city or or was it the comedy environment? The whole thing. Man. Okay, okay. It's, it's like the most populated, loneliest place I've ever been. You're always around 
everybody. You're always around people, but nobody sees you. I felt that way about Chicago. So I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I, I was that, that place. It just brought out so much negativity. And I lived in a good side of town, but that was back in 90. And, went, and that was when, you know, I mean, people don't understand. Like it was like I said, I lived in uh, Lincoln Park. Oh, it's a great place. I go, nah. you don't understand. Man, you're black. Yeah. You live in Lincoln Park. I mean, I got pulled over when I literally was walking with as a transparent bag of VHS tapes. Right. And I saw the cop go. Is a detective. He looked over like this, and he just, <laughs> put, put your hands up, turn around. Shit. And I go, you know. Damn. And so that went on so much, I go, I got to get out of here. Yeah. So That was the thing. I, it was like, man, because you do get more opportunity yeah. in those cities. And I think I'd go back to New York if I had something. You know what I mean? If I had a writing job or if I had, like, some sort of juice so that I wasn't starting from scratch. Because that's what it was. I'd been doing stand-up for about five years before okay. I moved there. Yeah. And it was starting over. Started from starting from scratch. Like how were you though? How were hey, you hey, though? Dwight, could you bring that mic a little bit closer to you when you I got you. How were you though? How were you when you moved there? How old was I? It was twenty thirteen. Oh. So uh yeah, I was like twenty six. Oh man, honestly looking back, because I remember when you told me you were gonna go. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I go, yeah. Because that age, and I, you know, everybody's different in their life, but I just remember, you know, around that time, that's when I moved to LA, and I, and I was just thinking, yeah, I mean, it's perfect for you, because at that age, you can grind it a little dip. You grind different at that age. You, yeah. I mean, I mean you, you can take that little shitty, you know, the mattress on the on, on the floor, and, but, yep. and while you're, you know, trying to grind and go to do sets, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it different was. now, because, you know, you're yep. settled now, you're married, so it, it's different, but... Right. Man. Yeah, it was. It was great. I loved it. I loved that aspect of it. Yeah. It's like you're always auditioning for your job, um, you know, but finally like working and starting to get spots. Yeah. And they were trash. <laughs> you know, you're like, I worked so hard to get on this. I worked for like six months to get on the show showing up. And then four people came to the fucking show. <sighs> It's always the thing. It's like, man, you should have been here last week. Yeah, it was Bobby. Yeah. It, was like, it was like, damn, now just, I got to wait another six months to get on this show again. And it just took, it just suck the life out of you little by little a little bit man i was washing windows yeah. um during the day and then i would go and hang out and hustle up spots and i never <clears throat> had a chance to like experience new york yeah like as a tourist yeah like, i just went and started like hitting the ground running right so i i think that started ref reflecting in the way that I was writing jokes yeah in the way that I was delivering jokes it was very not me okay like what like what give me an example do you remember any of those jokes you told during that um, time I was doing a, I was doing a Bill Cosby uh, joke about what it would have been like to be his drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> like what where does he get these drugs that's and it funny. was it's funny that's yeah funny. what was the joke what was the joke uh, it was I can't remember exactly it was just like um, just a guy on a street corner, like, "Hey, I got that shit." Cos was using Gus, <laughs> like, it'd knock you out. Um, it's like, what is it? Oh yeah, it was. Uh, she'll go to sleep instantly, but then she won't tell anybody about it for like 15, 16 years. <laughs> it was something, some shit like that. Like, but damn. it was like, yeah, it was like, God like a rape joke. Yeah, just, God, a, just damn, a true you? rape joke from Smiley Dwight. Yeah, both Smiley yeah. Dwight. But it was like <laughs> one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be one of the good ones. Then he read that goddamn Michael Max. He changed. He never used to complain about raisins in his potato salad. God damn it. <laughs> he he had no got opinions. He had no problem coming through the kitchen. And now he wants to come through the front door. God damn it. <laughs> he didn't got up at it. He said, can I make the lemonade on the inside, please? He said, this is a little too much. <laughs> no, but it was like, you know, you write... You write what you're around. You're like, this, yeah. this motherfucker on the train. It was always some shit like that. Yeah. And I was like, this isn't. This isn't you. This is not what I want to do. This is not why I got into comedy, which is to write really like thought out bits yeah. and not do these six minute spots where you're rushing through tags. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah I, I always felt that. And I still feel it now. Like, I feel like people, if you watch them, it's like, bah, 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 bah. they feel like they got to. Yep. I mean, no, no offense to him, but it's like, like kind of a like Kevin Hart kind of thing. Like he, he kind of pump, 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 you know? Yeah. And, but, and I remember one time though, D.L. Hughley said why he did that that way, because when he came up on South Central, whatever, all the clubs he went to, yep. they, they, before they had comedy clubs, you know, like he'd ask the, the club owner, Hey man, can I do comedy? He go, listen, we're, we're going to, uh, when we start 
you know, we shut down at one o'clock while the waitresses are, are cleaning the tables. You guys can do comedy. Oh, so you sure. had to come in and bump, yeah. bump, bump. You yeah. had to get to the punchline. Right. Fuck, fuck a setup. Right. So, and that's why his style pretty much kind of still to this day reflects that. That's why he gets to the joke quick. Yep. You know what I mean? I dig that. Like, I am a comedy fan, but a good thing about, you know, starting in the Midwest, starting where I did, was that I got to find my voice and my writing style quicker. Yeah. So like, you know, deviating away from that is was a problem for me. And I was like, man, why am I why am I so negative? Why am I so like observational and just like a fake way? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Y'all ain't gonna believe what happened today. I love that type uh, type of comedy, but yeah. it's not. It's not you. I am. Right. That that's I mean, it's great that you had that clairvoyance to notice that though. I mean, I mean honestly, because some people think sometimes they get sucked into that. Yeah. They get sucked into that and that at Vortex is like, okay, you know, I'm in New York now, so I gotta be New Yorkish. Yep. Or like, okay, now I'm I'm this and that because everybody else is this and that. Right. Where you realize yeah. that wasn't you. It, I mean, I always want to do well in front of any crowd. I think I'm pretty good at doing that now. You're great at that. Um, You're great at that. So it was like, man, if I can't be myself, then what, what the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah. It was I'm, like, man, you see you see a showcase, like a New York showcase. Not all of them. Obviously, it has the highest level of stand-up, but you, it's, there's more comics, so it has the lowest level of stand-up, right, too. Right, right. You see these showcases, like, everybody's got the same point of view. Yeah. You know I mean, that's... yeah. That's not why I came here. Yes. I was like, I and, and it's way work, a little disappointing in it. It is a little bit, a little bit like my first week there. I saw the best showcase I've ever seen in my life at whiplash UCB free show Monday nights, 11, never know who's going to drop in. My first showcase I went to is like a part hosted. And then, um, Jim Gaffigan dropped in. And this is like probably 80 seats and everyone's just packed in. Jim Gaffigan drops in, and then Aparna's up there. She's like, all right, got another special guest. Do not <laughs> do not take out your cameras. Do not take out your phones. Uh, and then she brings up Louie. I was like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, oh. on the same night, free show, 11 p.m. You can't get that anywhere. Yes. You cannot get, and you're watching them just work on stuff. Isn't that, it's beautiful. Isn't it, to me, man, it's like, you know, it's like, it's like kind of like watching maybe and then Louis jerked off in front of me that was, <laughs> was crazy you don't get that experience everywhere like, thanks a lot Lou yeah. appreciate that thanks a lot Lou that little Peter North thing you know yeah. you know? It's, like, it's like it's like watching 1987 Mike Tyson in training camp you yeah. know what I mean yeah, it's like oh I see how he does it you know what I mean right it, it, there's nothing better than watching him make the pizza or Dude. watching him make you know what I mean yeah. I, mean, I had that experience in LA that's the great thing about living in the big cities though it's like you watch him get a special ready and yep. that's great like I watched Damon Wayans get his special ready and it's great because I remember watching him and one thing one thing I could never do I'm better I'm a little bit better now but I never was good at just going up and being comfortable with like no laughs man I mean where Damon Wayans yeah. I saw him just get there and just sit on a stool and just talk yep. talk he say something and people are, huh, huh. He, and you can tell he was comfortable with it right and then the next week got a little better next week and then I saw him I think about, about a month out and I was like oh shit everything was tight yeah it's beautiful to yeah, watch watching it? that bread being made man it's it's a process it's like watching the building go up it is it is tough here's the difference so in the Midwest a lot of times you are getting paid for spots. So yeah. you don't want to go up and be like, I don't give a fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. If you if you make a consistent habit of just like always working on stuff uh, without delivering, yeah. you don't get to work anymore. <laughs> I, I, I kind of did that. I mean, yeah. honestly, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's funny you say that because the one... That is my Achilles heel. And I love this room. Never had a good set. I love this room. Never had a good set. And that's uh, the White Rabbit. I ah, love I love that I love that room. It's my favorite place. I yeah. I know because you're you're there like this uh, Wednesday, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing vocab. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I think it's the greatest room, and I've never had a good set. Oh man, I ne I don't know what it is. I remember that night. I think you had me on, and I I felt like as soon as you brought me up, it was like a weird kind of like the like, <laughs> and I was like, the fuck, I didn't even do nothing. You know what I mean? It's like when your mom slaps you for no reason. Like I didn't even do nothing to you people, and I felt like they were looking at me like this, and it didn't go well. Then they I were didn't just want confused. Like, They're like, that's the ghost of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the ghost of comedy like, future. Yeah. Is, that, is that his dad? Is that his, is that his dad? It's a yeah. theme show. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, I think that is mental, dude. I had the same thing when I first started doing sets there. I was like, these motherfuckers hate me. Yeah. And I thought the same thing about uh, the old Mortys. It took me like a year before I was like, okay, it's not 
it's not it's maybe just mental it's not just this room yeah 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 it yeah. could be the energy i go up with where i'm just like oh shit i better because morty's used to have the one of the blackest open mics let me I'm tell like, you something. I better fucking let me tell you something. Let me get my shoulders up. I'm gonna do my Superman pose. As much as I love everything you do, the funniest line you've ever said ever, and it, and it was a flippant line. You were just like train of thought, just talk. Yeah. And you were like, you know, people say like I don't like black women. I like black women, just not the scary ones. <laughs> you said that, and I laughed so hard. You go, I like black women, just but you go, not the just not, not the, the scary, scary one. man. You have no idea how hard I laugh. I mean, I held my stomach, dude. That is... When you're just not the scary one. And I was like, inside, I was like, so yes! Inside, <laughs> yes! I was like, yeah, he gets me. See, this is why I have to write. I can't go off script. <laughs> I get myself into fucking trouble, dude. And you, no, that's yeah. fucking hilarious. Man. I don't even remember that. Oh, I do. I remember because I was... Uh, <laughs> I know I, I was... I had a chunk about, like, dating white women in in. Indiana, and then I forget what the that, tag was, that but it was like it yeah. was like man, yeah, it was like I was like I gotta do both sides. Yeah. Like Vince Morris was like, uh, Vince Morris was like, well, give the other perspective too. Yeah, like you leaving meat on the bone, just yes. like give both sides. And I was like, I gotta. I didn't even write anything. I guess I just said <laughs> I like black women too. If they ain't scary, yeah. Medea. <laughs> but like, that's such a dumb. That line. But it was it's, flipping, I think, because somebody said like something. Stream of thought. It was. Yeah. That's what it was. And that's why it was funny, because yeah. I, I, I knew it wasn't written. And right. the way you said that, motherfucker, dude. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I I laugh. And, I, and until this day, <laughs> I go, that's the funniest one. I go, but for guys like us, <laughs> for guys like us, it's kind of true. Like, no yeah. offense, like, I got no problem saying I'm not a hood dude. Never been a hood dude. Yeah. I respect hood dudes. I have nothing against hood dudes. Yeah. I'm just not a hood dude. Yeah. And so saying that, I don't really care for hood. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> right. I got nothing against them. Right. I, and, I'm, I'm, and if I if I needed, you know, to get five bucks from another woman, yeah. I, I definitely would hit one up. So, hey, do me a favor. I'll pay you 20 if you bust this chick upside her head. You know what That's I mean? Hilarious. I mean, but when it comes to dating, I'm like, hey, come on now. I, I mean, feel like, that, man. Like, it's. I am a better comic now, so I wouldn't say that on stage. I think I would write my way around it because I, yes. I think the perception of black women in general is that they're scary. So if I say something like that, yes, it's like, oh, what the fuck does this motherfucker talking yeah, about? Yeah, there's that fine line, yeah. and and I never want to diss black women. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like <laughs> I just feel white enough as it is. I mean, like, <laughs> like here it is. It's like this because I always say. In my soul, in my heart of hearts, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Malcolm X, Nat Turner, fucking with James yeah. Baldwin mixed in. But, you know, for other things, for sexual practice, my penis is like, it's kind of like Malcolm, it's kind of like <laughs> Martin Luther King and Jackie Robinson. You know what I mean? It's like, my, my penis has oh, a dream. You know what I mean? This is what, this is what MLK fought for. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what Jackie <laughs> Robinson did. I can't let Jackie down. Right? I can't let Jackie down. Branch Ricky is counting on me. So, oh, so, so, you know, but that's different though. I think your sexual practice, or whatever, yeah. is different than what, you know, your, your, what your political belief or everything is. Right. But that being said, I know how black women's perception is to other people so I, I, I'm very I'm, I'm more leery of that on stage now more right. than ever I never want to diss them on stage ever yeah. I mean not just from the blowback from them which is but just yeah. because in general I don't like how that looks you know what I mean yeah it's a bad look it's, a, it's, it's also like a very tired trope that's just not true so yes. it's like when you bring up that tag man I used to say wild shit just off, oh, off the cuff we all do it was like, man, what the fuck is wrong with me? You ever watch an old clip? You're like, this is yeah. absurd. Yeah, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's funny in the moment, but then you look back, you're like, God, that didn't hold up well. Yeah, yeah. And, and I even to this day, sometimes I go, man, I shouldn't have fucking said that. So I'm kind of lit. If I see black women in the audience, I go, you know, I try not to, you know, I don't want to diss them. And maybe I act like I'm flirting with or whatever, but I, I, just, I don't want to make them look bad. Especially if it's yeah. a mixed audience, I don't want them to, you know what I mean? Right. So right. I'm very leery of that. But I yeah. My, <laughs> a lot of my stand up. Uh, now is making fun of white women and their rise to infamy over the last few years. The, yes. the rise of the Karen and the Joannes. So I think that's <laughs> plenty of like, I don't want to add another. It's like, oh, he hates all women. I don't hate women in general. It's just funny that white women have this like rise of like, 
Let me get my phone out and yeah, you calling the cops on a bird watcher, dog. That's not funny. That's fucking hilarious. That and also in in the sense of it's like I always feel if you disagree, especially with women, if you disagree, yeah. that is kind of probably the biggest delivery guy I've ever seen in my life. Bitch about yeah, your package he, to him. Not that not why the fact he, that he's big, but why is he matched? Like everything <laughs> matches. He just is that kind of guy that you know, like. I wouldn't try him. Even if he couldn't fight, <laughs> I don't want to find out. You know, that's the, you know what I mean? Motherfucker was massive. The way he carries himself, like, I think he, I think he got, I think he got a little something in him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think he handles himself. DHL, yeah. dick huge large. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Motherfucker's amazing. What happened, man? Ah, oh, the Colts weren't hiring, so you know. <laughs> yeah. I said, shit, I, I got a kid, like a walk man. All day. Yeah. yeah. I got a bum knee. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I feel like whenever you disagree with a woman sometimes, that they automatically label you like a massage or you don't like women it's like yeah. no i'm just coming from a perspective of no you are in the wrong for always uh i mean for you know like you said uh, calling the police on a bird walk or like that time i don't know if you saw the uh the instagram video of the of the brothers in um new york and the woman was like no this is my bike yeah and then she goes yeah. oh my god starts crying with no <laughs> yeah, tears <I> know. <laughs> man dude yeah that's just those are objectively funny things i think like it's funny you bring up that old bit like you do need it sucks because everything's like film now. It's yes. like you do need time to develop material of in course. a way that's like, that's what I loved about your special is like, you're going into uh very politically charged bits, but you can tell that you've taken the time to not shove it down someone's throat. Oh, These yeah. are very well thought out jokes and they're done with care. Thank you. And I love that type of comedy. Oh, thank you. Man. I was like, man, that took, that took time to craft. Thank you. It wasn't like he just said the first thing that was on his mind. Yeah, thank you. Thank Black you. women are scary. <laughs> thank Good you. night. Good night. That's my time. This motherfucker. <laughs> I can't believe I'm clapping for this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. An ovation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. man. I loved it. I love it. That's thank a, you. That's what I think I'm aiming to do, even as I continue to like hopefully grow in this even no. more. Like that's the thing, man. It's like, how do I push? the envelope with myself and my material for the next one. I got this special coming out. How do I get past what I just did? Okay. So now like, like, but what do you want to achieve now? Because I mean, you, you, I mean, you've had a number one uh, on iTunes as a special before that mm -hmm. with the sip and pass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on iTunes. So you, you got your standup is crafted. Great. I mean, you're on your, but where do you want to go? Like now, where do you want to send to? Because I mean, now I feel like there's those, there's just tears. There's, mm -hmm. there's like the CK, Chappelle's, Rock, Burr, they're yeah. here. Okay. And then a couple, and then, then you a little bit under. He, he could be there, but I say, I say maybe, you know, Segura, yeah. Bergazzi, and then you got a little bit below it. Yeah. And, and, you know, you have your Godfrey's or the people that sell out the comedy clubs, right. and they're on that precipice. And mm -hmm. then you got dudes who, you know, they grind it out. A lot of people don't know them. Yeah. So, like, where do you want to go with this? Like, what is the overall goals? Because, and it's nothing wrong with being just a stand-up, which I, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's like, what, do you want to write on a show? Do you want to uh, put packets together to try to get on a show, a sitcom? Or what's the overall goal now? What do you the want to do? The overall goal. So here's how I set goals. I do micro, like, six-month okay. goals. So this special comes out July 20th. Okay. The goal of this special, that was a big goal. The goal of the special is to get enough eyes on it that people start to come see me yeah. and I can get booked regularly at clubs that I haven't been booked before because I can bring in my own audience. Oh, that's oh, okay. Isn't that the greatest. That's like, that's the main goal with this. Um, the main goal with career overall, is just like open being open to opportunities that arise. I love being on stage. I love traveling. So I moved back to Indianapolis. I love getting my 2012 Toyota Prius 50 miles per gallon and driving to Oklahoma or driving to fucking Denver. Like, I love that part of it. Uh, it would be nice if I could move a good amount of tickets because then I get to keep doing this. And then you get to call your own shot. Uh, I would like to develop my own, like, web series, my own show. Uh, I don't know what that looks like, but... Yeah. Uh, have, have you talked to people? Like, are you managed by anybody or... No, no, I haven't uh, seeked management at You're all. You're fucking gold mine. Honestly, you'd be the kind of guy that, uh, to, oh, I mean. I'm not trying I, to pay that 20% yet. You know, but sometimes though, sometimes, mm -hmm. I mean, looking back on where I was at, it's like, 
yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But if that can get you, if that can elevate you, yeah, sometimes you got to take a step back, take a step forward. You can get with the right people, though, a good management. Because to you, I mean, I don't know. If I was a big name comic, I don't even know if I'd want to follow you, though. Because it's like, you know, you don't want them too laughing. I mean, you want them, like, you know what I mean? I mean, there's that heat them up and like, okay, they're yeah. right. And there's that yeah. like, all right, that's enough. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, hey, hey. Hope, you know what I mean? Uh, hope you brought your work boots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh man, you got to put on the like, fucking, yep. yeah. The yellow jacket and oh, the fucking yeah. orange boots and the, and the Tim's. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so it's like, where do you want to be in, the, in in that pantheon of all the comics and, and where you want to be? Like, because I could see you open up for a big name comic and then that person going, you know what? Fuck it, man. Fuck it's yeah. time for you to fly. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, that's what Bird did with uh, uh, a couple of his opening acts, and now they're yeah. kicking ass. You yeah. know what I mean? That would be, I mean, that would be ideal. I think whatever way you use to get there, like you see people blowing up on social media by posting crowd work clips, and that's another way to get there. Uh, the way that I view comedy isn't that linear, like pantheon pyramid that you described. Right. It's, uh, this person's great at this one thing, and this comic's great at this other thing. Like everybody has a style. Yes, it'd be cool to be like Dwight Simmons has a style. Nobody can really do that. Um, and I don't know if that's storytelling. I don't know if that's like political humor or just being goofy and wrapping it all in one. But I think there's still room to find the ultimate tier. I just this last special. Uh, was a great test, but it also showed me that I have still a lot of potential, like that's untapped. And oh, that, oh my so God. The, the yes. goal is to like find that first and then blow up. So, so what do you think you have to work on? I mean, cause yeah, I mean, everybody yeah. has a little weakness. You go, fuck, I need to work on this. More. Yeah. My mind is just simply getting deeper, like getting more, pulling more, um, like I'm working on this bit right now about my dad getting stabbed when I was a kid. <laughs> and that's not a subject I would have broached like three years ago. Yes. So like it's getting more personal, getting deeper and yes. finding meaning in uh, subjects like that. Like I'm very excited to like work, like start from scratch. And make and it like, funny. Yeah. And make it funny. T take if that. I say that, you're like, that's how the fuck's that going to be funny? No. But I mean, we're I, finding it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because yeah. like, I, I'm getting to the point, like my dad's not doing so well every year's days. But, yeah. you know, and to find comedy in that. I mean, it's like he's got Parkinson's really, really bad. And okay. uh, and uh, he was on, uh, I mean, he was in hospice, like, I think, in, back in January, February. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then, man, he Damn. came out, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, dad's okay. Then he, you know, he took, you know, a couple steps back. It's like, put it this way. He, his whole life, he was between 215 and 210 his whole life. Yeah. He got down to 120, 125. Damn. And I was like, oh Jeez. man, I go, this, this is, you know. Still poking with that big ass finger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So, so I went down to see dad, right? So I go, daddy, uh, I said, you ever do any sports in high school? Yeah, I did football and basketball. I said, what position did you play in, in basketball? He goes, I played forward, shit! And I go, <laughs> I go there, there was no reason for you to explode like that, you know? But it was good that that old dad came yeah, out. You know? yeah. I played forward, shit! I mean, I'm asking me goddamn questions. He, he had to walk here. <laughs> I played forward, shit! You know, I'm like, God damn, that's, that's good to see old daddy come back, oh, you know what I mean? Hilarious. It's the truth, though. And I remember I doing that on stage. Forward. I remember this lady on stage goes, I don't know if I should laugh at that. I go, yes, baby, laugh. That's why, yeah. I, that's why I say this. You know what I mean? Yep. And it, it, that's where I look at it. I mean, you got to, to me, man, you got to take them bits that, I mean, like you said, you got to, to me, you got to go deeper, man. Yep. I mean, there's that, and there, it, it's, to me, it's that process of being a comic where you start off and it's, you start off like, like a single man cooking spaghetti. You throw it shit against the wall. Yep. Trying, if it sticks, great. Yep. Okay. Al dente, baby. Yeah. And, yep. and, and then. Eventually, then it gets a little deeper. Yeah. And then he, then you get that dark stuff and making it funny. Like, people are like, how yeah. the fuck you make that sauce? And that's great, I've, man. I mean, I respect that type of comedy, man. I really do. Like, and that's what I want to ultimately become. Just because it's like, that's like, if I can get people to enjoy that, I think, you know, people find their audience before they find like the. Before they find the road to like the pinnacle of themselves, yeah, you know that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And like I remember opening up for a comic uh, very early on, and he's clean comic. Yeah. And he's like, "Man, I got this audience. Like, I want to talk about political shit, but I can't. Like, because, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, I know." And I was like, "That sucks." I was like, "I never that like changed my trajectory." I think because he was like, he's like, "I got all this like funny stuff that I just end up selling." Right. Because my audience 
that comes to see me, he's selling out these clubs. If they, if I go into anything political or like sexual or anything like charged, I'm going to lose my audience. I'll lose my career. I was like, that is like, (laughs) that sucks. He's got to do a Pee Wee Herman, just jerk off somewhere. I mean, (laughs) that's what he's got to do. He's got to do that to where you just lose them and start from scratch. He's got to do it, man. Oh. He's got to go old school, yeah. Lions Den, oh, side man. of I-69, going to Michigan. That's just hilarious. go there and be in a peep show that and just funny. go, hey, make sure you don't take a picture. You know what I mean? And boom, career over, Ooh. start over. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. But first of all, save up. Make sure you got some stocks and everything. 100%. Yeah, because yeah. you're going to take a two-year. your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Explain it to your wife before. Like, buy hey, a baby. Winnebago. Who says that anymore? <laughs> buy a Winnebago. Who says Winnebago anymore? Buy, buy an RV. Who right? Fuck is a Winnebago? Yeah, Winnebago. That's buy. hilarious. <laughs> BT bringing out old school from yeah. 1973. Stripes. Yeah. Remember, that? <laughs> Remember that? Remember that? They had that RV that was a fucking. Oh my god! Yes, so that's, oh. what, that's what you got to do. Because I would never want to be handcuffed by. In a way, oh, no. in a way, that's why I like. In a way, in a way, where I kind of like where my career. At least I can do what the fuck I want to do. Because I mean, right? I'm not handcuffed like that. Yeah, I'm not cuffed, man. I, I mean, I would. God, to not be who you are. I know. That's kind of like being like in the closet. It is. He's it's been in like, the closet. What is? What is that? You're just a character then. You're just doing a character. You're a shell of yourself. You are. And so. that's like, that is sad. And like opening for, I used to work both Morty's and Crackers. Yeah. And you get a different style of comic. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and so, but between both of them, you'll always come across bitter comics that have been doing this for like <laughs> 40 years. Yeah. And they, like, they can wake up, go on stage and do the same act that they've been doing for yeah. 40 years. It's like that. That that would drive me insane. Yes, uh, I do this because I enjoy the creativity aspect of it, and I yeah. enjoy the audience interaction. Yeah, and I enjoy not knowing if this joke is going to work. Yes, before I can ultimately get you back with something that does. Uh, if it works, then we're off to the races. But yeah, I could like I remember, man, I cannot be one of these bitter people that like look at other comics and be like, man, I didn't get that opportunity. I should have gotten that. And I mean, that's what was happening in New York. I had that mindset before moving there. I was like, I'm not going to be bitter. Yeah. And that shit just, it seeps in, man. Because that wouldn't be you. I mean, it it's like, it's like, yeah, you got to like that. You got a light in you that shines when you're on stage with that smile and you can get away with a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. good stuff because it's, it's well written and crafted and you got the smile behind it. So it works beautifully. And yeah, if you came out mean, it, it just wouldn't work. <laughs> you being mean, it wouldn't work. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers finally ready to laugh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What about reparations, Oklahoma? Oh, Bible Belt. I bet Jesus write me a reparations check. Oh, but y'all can't, huh? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Play my fucking music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, <laughs> fucked up my music. You ever see a comic get mad? You fucked up my intro yeah. music. It's like, that's not the set, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you're worried about the intro music that much, yeah. then yeah, I, 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 tell where, I can tell where you are as a comic. Yeah, exactly. If, if, that, if exactly. it's that critical, like, oh, this guy's going to oh, suck man. ass. I mean, you want a little bit. I mean, e- even if you don't, fuck it. But yeah. I mean, if I can, yeah, cool, but it's going to be boom. And yep. then I'm. I'm going in, yep, you know. Exactly. So, so what's your what's your mindset? Like, how do you get ready for a show? If I always say this, this is what mm-hmm. the question. I'm like, if I could, if I could, the ultimate way to get ready for a show, if I could, I'd I'd have the pre-show nap. Say the show's at eight. Yep. Pre-show nap, six six thirty. Okay. Wake up. Take my time waking up. Mm-hmm. Brush my teeth. Yada yada. I don't talk. Take a shower. <laughs> I don't talk. I don't talk. I don't talk to it. anybody. I love it. Get in it. Hopefully, a place has a green room. This is the ultimate fantasy scenario. Okay, place has a green room. Get there. Hopefully, nobody's in the green. Hopefully, I'm working with all locals, and no one comes to the green room. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. I mean, this is this is if the ultimate if the ultimate scenario for me. If I could, mm-hmm. no one's there. I get to you know have all my shit out like this. Have it all out. Yep, going over everything. Right, then maybe somebody I know comes in. We get a little light banter, maybe. Say a couple funny things. Okay, he's kind of heating up. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe have a coffee. And then when they call me out, I come in and boom, because that energy is saved. It's stored yeah. and it comes you out. You wasted it. Yeah. yeah. How do you get ready for a show? Okay. Um, on the road, for sure. All right. I love a, I love 
just getting ready in my hotel room with music playing in the background. Yes. Uh, what kind of music? What kind of music? Uh, I like The Roots. Specifically, I like uh, a Nas album. I like uh, some J. Cole. I like lyrics. I like lyricism. I can see that. I like lyrics. Um, and just to kind of pump myself up. Sometimes I'll have a beer. The show's at 8. Might have a beer at like 6.30. Sometimes I don't. Um, it just depends. But shower, get ready, take my time. Like you said, get to the club. I like um, also just getting into the green room. If there's no green room, like you do the loony bins, you got to oh. sit in the back of the room. I was like, I'm showing up at the exact last minute. I don't yes. want to see the audience. Yes. I don't want to see the audience. Exactly. Like it is like it fucks the whole flow up. Um, like we go to Little Rock. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You just stay in the office. You just, yeah. Yeah. It's like, damn. You walk in, you smell 1993. <laughs> you go, ah, Tim Wilson was here. Yeah. It's like everybody's mad. Yeah. <laughs> Like everybody's pissed off for some reason. It's like, damn. what happened? Okay. They told my Fiero. <laughs> uh, uh, I like to, um, depending on where I am, I like to write my set list at like the last minute. Yes. I like to like feel the energy of the room. Uh, I might start my set list when the MC's on stage. Yeah. I'm just like, bam, 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 bam. Don't overthink it. Don't. I started doing this a couple years ago. I think it's helped where I'm not so structured and then kind of just flow into bits. Yes. Um, because it lets me at least talk through it a little bit. And it, it, to me, it helps the creative process yeah. also. Maybe yeah. you get to a bit different. Yep. You come backdoor it. Yep. You know what I mean? And by writing it last minute, writing the set list last minute, it sparks it so it's there. Yeah. Like you can't forget it. Yeah, like you can't, for, you shouldn't forget it. Yes, yeah, that's uh, what we do. So you shouldn't, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I take a beer on stage typically and do my thing. But yeah, it's if I have to drive to a show, same thing. It's like music, uh, beer in the car. Uh, no I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, like, no, whoa, the white, the white, he built different. Eh? No wonder he getting pulled over. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. No, it's like so. Yeah, I'd like, uh, I like some. Fucking, I like some old school roots. I love Black Thought. Yeah. Um, just to get that mindset of, uh, you know, the the show prep. Everybody has their their music they listen. That's to. why yeah. I always say, I always I love. I just love that process. It's almost like in sports. I always, yeah. always want to see how you prepare for that. You know, like that's my favorite thing in the oh, world. Yeah. When you get there early, early, early. <laughs> for me, it's you know racing, but any sport that 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 very early. Like, how do they get ready? Like, what are they going through when when they're stretching? What do they do? I like to watch them and see how they right. how they, that how mental they preparation, yep. man. It's so beautiful. That, that, that that's why I, I still love about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that yeah. preparation, man. Like how, how are they doing this? Right. You know what I mean? I see. I like. Uh, I'm the opposite. So I like some banter in the green room because then I can't think about my set until the show starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas you, you do, you write like shit out. Like it's insane. It's like watching fucking Rain Man just yeah, flip I, through notebooks. And I shit. do. I, like, it's all like this. And it's like, and sometimes I want to go. I mean, I thought I was like, hey, man, could you shut the fuck up? I want, I, you know how many times I want to go, hey, could you please shut the fuck up? But I can't say that because, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I've, I always yeah. want to go, man, please, could you please shut the could fuck you? up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to get this shit right. And right. and it's weird, like, especially open mic, it's almost better than me because it's like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, okay, I don't I don't want to, you know, you never want to do a bit that's tried and true on open mic. You want to open mic, so you want to try new shit. Yep. And it's always that one that comes like right then and there in the room, like, oh! There it is. And you're trying to get it, and you're trying to get it. Hey, and, BT, what's up, man? Yeah. How you doing, dude? Where you been lately? Could you please? Yeah, and you're like, ah. shut the fuck up. And then you, you're going on maybe in three, and, and yeah. everybody's doing like four minutes. So you're like, ah. oh, and you're right. And then you just, okay. And then you, that to me is the best. Yeah. Because you, you can't wait to get to oh, it. Oh, I love it. You know, it, I it, love it. It's, like, it's like a street fight. You know, it ain't going to last long. So you're going to go, throw everything in there. You know what I mean? Just like, fuck it, set Elbows. Like, bam, yeah. you go, boom. You know, <laughs> street fight don't last long. You got bump, yep. bump, and it's over. I love the, I love the pace. I'm a really? Pacer. Yeah, I love to pace. Pace is good because it gets the mind going. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's, it's always get the jitters out. It's always good to, to me, man. It's, it's the brain getting the brain working, the brain jumping, man. Yep. That's that is it for me, man. To get that brain working moving. and moving, and then yep. you get that that perfect energy space. I mean, uh -huh. that's why 
I don't even think they do this anymore. Like, I don't think anybody does morning radio anymore. I mean, actually, I said that, but I did it in Arkansas, of course. But, uh, I mean, I don't know anybody does radio anymore. But the key for me with morning radio was if no one talked to me while they picked me up and take me to the radio, if no one talked to me, like, please, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right? Let me hear what they're talking about. Let me shut up. I mean, let me hold my energy because that energy's there. So, right. So you hold it because you're waking up. Your energy was stored or you were sleeping. Right. So when you wake up, don't say nothing. Keep it here. Keep it here. And then have some new bits that, that made that maybe aren't working or just have new stuff. So when you do do it on the radio, you're forced to be clean. Right. And there's that new and, that, and there's that energy coming out. So I always find that's the best place also to try new stuff. Right. It's morning radio. Yep. And if no one, like I said, no one fucking talks and they shut the fuck up <laughs> in the car and you get there and boom. You know what I mean? You and, always have that like nervous MC that's like, he just he just has to talk. Too much. Like, 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 how long have you been doing comedy? Yeah, <laughs> so, so like, yeah, you know, like, like I've been doing like, like two, man. I just tell people all the time. I mean, I'm I'm ready to headline now. Hey man, why don't you work on fucking cleaning the fucking it's car up? Six thirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why well, I got Mountain Dew bottles? I stepped on a goddamn gum wrapper. Why is there a paper bag as your window? I mean, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's taped. Man. You know what I mean? Man. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, and I you was get that, I was that guy. I was like, I had a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and I'd go pick up the headliner, I'd try to clean it up as much as possible. But it's old. Yeah, you go, it's loud. It's good. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, get. It's good, it's good, it's good. I'd be like, what, what, what music you want to yeah. listen to? I had the like six CD changer. I was like, I got like six CDs in here right now. What do you want to listen to? I was like, I was a dream, an absolute. Dream. I went to pick up Neil Brennan for uh, Bob and Tom. Yeah, and uh, this motherfucker was late. They're always late coming yeah. down from the hotel. And uh, he was like, he texted me, do you want a coffee? I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And he comes out with just his coffee. I was like, this is a stunt, dude. <laughs> you just done it on me. <laughs> just big time me with no coffee. And then he was like, he just talked about like money problems. He's like, yeah, since Chappelle left the show, man. He's like, don't get me wrong. I'm still rich, but... Uh, you know, I gotta stay at this fucking hotel. Like, where the Crown Plaza? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Fuck. I know, man. Rich people problems. Rich people problems. But that's like, I was, like, I was always like, I want to let the headliner talk as much as possible. Yes, just to like, yeah, gleam anything. Yeah, I always. Uh, to me, if, if I'm in a room with people who are better, I mean, better than me, or yeah. doing better than me. I like to shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. Surprisingly, I like to listen and try to, you know, soak that shit in, yeah. man. You know, that's why, believe it or not, yeah, I'll sit there and go, hmm, because obviously I'm doing something. I'm not doing something right. I listen to them and, and see what you can take from them. And, you know, and can it, will it or can it apply to you? Right, right. I dig it. You know? I dig it, yeah. Speaking of which, okay, so if you top of the head, top of the head, top five comics that the world should know about, but they don't. Top five Ooh. comics that the world should know about, but they don't. That they should That know. they should. Okay. That should be a household name, but they're not. Uh, can I say Maria Bamford? You can say who the fuck you want to say. Okay. I don't know if that's a household name. I don't think so. so. No. A lot of people don't know. Watch this. Wyatt, do you know who Maria Bamford is? I do not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go, go, so. go back to your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Yeah. Watch some Maria Bamford clips. Maria Bamford is a fucking God. There's dick. no one like her. Dude. No one like her. Dude. When, and so prolific. When... She, her old clip about when she calls the laugh factor, you know, and that black voice. Yeah. And that's, that's a great, yep. li I mean, that's a fine line to cross when you do a, a black dialect, yep. but it's not condescending. Right. Or, you know. It, it better be on point. It, it, and it's on point. Yep. You know, they got, you know, a, a chocolate Sunday yep. and they got Latino <laughs> night. You know, I'm too blessed to be. I'm like, God. And she nails it. <laughs> Nail. And it's all, and it's, she's just a darling, a great heart. There's yep. nothing mean about her ever. That's why I said right. right. So yeah. okay, Maria Bamford. Who else? Uh, local guy, Lucas Waterfill. Okay, he's fucking yes. hilarious. Yes, he's yes, amazing. Yes. Yeah, uh, just had a special. Um, too many people know Chad Daniels. No, not but they should know. I think he they should have a household name. But no, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, he's. You want to talk about writing? You want to talk about yeah. prolificness? No, this motherfucker is I'm with you. Fantastic. I'm with you. Um, Let's see. Two more. Two more. It should be household name, but they ain't. Let me see. Let should me see. Should be, bro. They should be. Should be, bro. I'm gonna say Who? um uh Ali. Um 
Why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Ali Sadiq. Uh, uh, Sadiq. Yeah, yeah. That's Sadiq. special. Sadiq. Oh yeah. my God. It's dude. It's outrageous. It's it's got to get a Grammy. It's got. It's to. got to. It's outrageous. That is the greatest special ever. Yeah, it's amazing. My, I mean, I'm watching. You going, know, yeah. This motherfucker. I, I go. Know. This is it. It's fantastic. It's the <sighs> pinnacle. It's the best thing released. It reigns supreme. Yeah. It's notorious that Christian <laughs> like a jelly bean. He's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, but it, it, it really is. It's amazing. I, I'm yeah. sitting there going, "Fuck." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Man, man, that's the one. That's Dude, one. He he, oh. he kept it just. You felt it in your heart, but he still kept it funny. It's so fuck. Good. It's so manipulative. It's like, how can you manipulate my emotions in this way, dude? Yeah, man, he yeah. he laid the gauntlet down. He did. That's the best special this year. Yep, that's the best special this Maybe year. Maybe the last two. It's, I mean, yeah, it's great. And then last one is uh, Stuart Huff. You know, for for uh, for some reason, I knew you were gonna say him. I, for good, some reason, I knew. I, you were I think say it's him. the right answer. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm in, and I'm in, and no, and but. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a feeling you were gonna say him, and as well he, like I said, as well yeah. he should, yeah. as well he fucking should, bro. Yeah. He said, "I knew you were gonna say it because yeah. it should be said." Um, but you know what? The, yeah. But there's so many. I mean, yeah. you know who I think that should be on that same level with like a Nate Bargatze, whatever. Yeah, it's Kyle Kinane. Kinane, yeah. Could why See, is he not? I thought about that, but like he's he's done so much. He, he was has, like the voice but, of Comedy Central. He's he done, has, like, but yeah. yeah, I mean. It's almost like a tell. Yeah. I mean, it's like I just have a feeling they're always going to be club guys, and they should be theater guys. Yeah. But, but they like it gully, man. I mean, a tell likes it gully. Like that same loves. The, like we just had him at the festival, right. the Limestone, right? And he, I mean, he crushed two sold, damn near sold out shows. Yeah. Um, but they, but I think he said damn near. Why, why weren't they? They should right. be. They should be SRO. Yeah, that dude is a fucking beast. He's, he's so creative. I mean, and, and he's oh my god, it almost makes me mad. I know it's it almost makes me. He's so that quick. good. Yeah, he's great. He's great. Yeah, and it's like I think he put out an hour last year, and then this shit was all new, fucking perfect. Uh, Forty-five minutes, fifty minutes, just perfect already. It's like nobody works this fast. That's from nobody it, works this fast. That's why I love what we do to yeah. to to look at other people and know it comes from a a good place. Right. I mean, I, I think that's why is it like there's no, I mean, I'll say like yeah, I wish I but but there's no animosity toward him or, no. or venomous. It's just right. like oh my god, like because we watch like this, like I know. How did I not see it? That? Is fuck this guy, isn't it? It's fuck this guy, isn't it? Yeah. Like, but that's what's beautiful about what we do. I know. That's what's beautiful about what we There's do. There's always another level. Yeah. And you get to see it. Yeah. <laughs> you get to see it live or you get to see it through a special. Yeah. You can always see another level. It's like, man, that's why it's like you should never be content where never. you are. Never. So never. Always never somebody. get too comfortable. Yeah. Always come back to the gym that's that's fucking just gully. It's yeah. got a water leak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's got that dude that takes your bag, he steals it. Hey man, that's my hey, bag. Hey, yeah, what yeah. you gonna do, but homie? You know what I mean? Like, Benjamin right. 135, you ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> yeah, I guess we fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what yeah. you need, man. Keep that edge to you. You know, like, like Rocky, you mm. go to bad edge. Yeah. Come on, Rock. Like, it's like, damn, okay, I guess we're doing Rocky 18. Yeah, now. yeah wake yeah. up, Rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Rock? Remember that's that? A good, that's a good metaphor. The Rocky, yeah, I think Chris Rock made that, right? It's like, oh, I watched Rocky before the night before a special. Yeah. Because that's what preparing for this special was. And yeah. tomorrow night's the fight. So. Yeah, man. I mean, because you gotta always be hungry and, and remember. And and you know what? You know who taught him that? Andrew Dice Clay. He yeah. goes because when he went through that little uh, space where every comic goes, where you're like, "Where's the fuck? Where's this going?" Yeah. And you're just like frustrated. And because I remember him, when he hosted Def Jam, and he was just like. I was like, man, he's lost. Yeah. You know what I mean? He yep. looked lost. Like, he would yep. fuck with the crowd, but it wasn't funny. Right. Yeah, brother here with camo. <laughs> and it didn't, well, no jokes I still there. see you. Yeah, yeah it was like, like <laughs> nothing was there. And then, like, he talked to Andres Clay, and Andres Clay said, watch Rocky, because that makes you realize why you wanted to become a comic. Right. And he did that, and, and bam, you know? Yeah. And that's what you got. And Will Smith slapped the shit out of him, and that yeah. made him, you know, <laughs> that made him special. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you need sometimes. We you all need, need a Will Smith in our life. You, yeah. you need that because, you know, like I always tell comedy, and that's always asked where you want to go with it because, man, mm -hmm. I just remember at one time, and it was the scariest thing in the world. I remember I was driving, and for, it, was, it sounded like nothing, but about 15 seconds, I didn't know where I was. I didn't know where I was, oh. where I was going. Yeah. And I go, 
the fuck am I going? Where are you wake up in a hotel? You go, where the fuck am I? And yeah. it sounds like nothing, you guys, but it's scary. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I was asked that because I don't want anybody to fucking go through that shit, man. Fucking pull out if you have to. But, man, you don't want to be waking up and going, what the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? I mean, Little Rock will do that to you. <laughs> it's like on L- Little like, Rock makes you, and I hate saying because I love the dude that's running it now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, love, I, love, I do, but, man. Little Rock makes you go, you know what, man? You know, I could retire. Fuck it, you know? I could call it quits. You know what I mean? You know, like, I don't remember Costa Zoo. Costa Zoo was a motherfucking beast, a boxer. He's a fucking beast, right? And I mean, and he was a little dude. And Ricky Haddon was coming up. Ricky Haddon was a motherfucking monster. Floyd Mayweather knocked him out. But anyway, he was a fucking monster, right? And so they fought, and you just, and and it was a good fight. But you see in Costa Zoo, he was on his, on the stool, and and you can see him kind of go, you know what? <laughs> I don't need this shit no more. And he just, and he, I think he quit on the stool. I yeah. say quick. He was a champ, but he just goes, I don't yeah. need it. And, yeah. and Hatton was working him. But yeah. I think it was one of them things where it's like, hey man, you know, what do I have to prove? I'm a fucking, right. I was a world champ. I don't right. need this shit. And he called it and Ricky, you know, came over and put it. But, and that's why, you know, that's why boxers are that way. And I was like, yeah, man, it's better to say, all right, fuck it, I'm done. than just be just, like you I'm said, out. I never want to be like fucking talking old shit when you're like, I know, just like some how can you new not- comic that's excited and you're like, this fucking shit sucks. And this guy. That guy fucking sucks. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That guy fucking, it's like, get a day job. It's a common denominator, yeah, bro. Get a day job and just go kill yourself in the basement, man. <laughs> I would rather you do in that. In the basement. In a basement. Easy cleanup. Yeah, easy cleanup. Yeah. One of them, uh, gnarly, but they won't find your body for like two weeks. Right, exactly. Kind of yeah, body. And the rats it, yeah. went through half of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so name five do places. Do a favor. Yeah. Well, name five places that you want to work. Like, like dream places you want to work. Five places. Uh... Comedy club on state. I still have not done that. You you bullshitting. No. In Madison. Yeah, in Madison. Still have not done that. Okay. Do you know how well do you know Kevin Bozeman? Uh don't. You don't? No. We met like we met once a long time ago. Are you booked for Thanksgiving? No. I'm gonna make a call and see if he can do your thing. His Thanksgiving show is blowing up to the point. Like Hannibal Burris does it. Uh Chad Daniels does it. Oh no shit. I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a word in with him. Right, I would right appreciate now. that. And I'm going to say, hey, man, you got to get Dwight Simmons. I'll go, and I'll say, trust me on this. So, okay. I appreciate that. Okay. Man. I really do. Thank Co- you. Comedy on state. Who else? Where else? Uh, I want to I wanna perform in some capacity at Madison Square Garden. Oh. Uh, fucking MSG, man. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Hell yeah. Uh, Radio City Music Hall looks super dope. When I was in New York, Chappelle had come back, and he was doing uh, two weeks at Radio City Music Hall. Two weeks and he was it was like a different su- surprise musical guest. And I was like, I know he's gonna have fucking roots there. I don't know what day though. Also, tickets were like two hundred and eighty dollars. I was like, yeah, not man. on my window washing money. Yeah. But <laughs> it looked like just standing in front of that building is fucking a lot. Like it's like so energetic. You see your name in the lights. It's fucking awesome. Uh, that's been in my head for fucking ever. I okay. think that would be. Really dope. Um, where else? Uh, where else haven't I been? Um, I want to go to. Um, I, I want to do JFL. You haven't yeah. done just for last either. No, motherfucker. That's why JFL? you need an agent. I mean, I honestly, that's Probably. why you can't to get you in front of the right people. Because yeah. man, that's a crime. Yeah, I've auditioned. Uh, I had gotten called back and then COVID happened. Oh yeah. And so oh, so dude. I haven't so I did like a video audition um last year and then I submitted this year. But yeah. Like doing this without an agent, doing that shit without an agent is um damn near impossible. So like I understand why you're like you gotta get I'm, I'm a manager, a, an agent, yeah. and one more, and one more, one more. Okay, I want to go to, I want to do Fringe in uh, Edinburgh. Yes, yeah, I still want to do that. Too. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's stuff I want to do to uh, the bucket list. Like yeah. fuck it, man. I Have you done a one man show? Dude, I wrote one out. Check this out. Yeah. This is one of those things I believe in. Like you throw it out there, and the universe finds a way to make it happen. Yep. I wrote a one man show. Didn't know what the fuck to do with it, right? And that's when 
Billy, Billy D. Washington had an idea for a show between four mainstream black comics to get together. And that's when the Sell Like Comedy Tour came out. And oh, so, yeah. I used material that was going to be my one-man show in that. Oh, dope. And, that's, yeah. and that material came from that. Like, like Honest is like, you know, it's almost like us. We, we call it a sellout. Right. And, you know, and people always say, hey, you're the whitest black guy. He goes, you know, but things, you know, uh, remind me how black I really was. Like, you know, the local police force, a white girl's parents. You know what I mean? <laughs> they let you know how black your ass really is. And that went to the show. Yeah. That was going to be a one-man show, but that actually was jokes I used in my show. Right. And that... That helped me find my voice, actually. Yeah. That was weird. But yeah, so Billy actually kind of helped me do that. I yeah. mean, because I was like, you know, that's why when you did your shit, the whitest black guy, because I had that band, I was like, and that's why I related to you. That's why I was always, you know what I mean? Right. I was always right. like, that fuck my man. Because you, 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 watching you made me go, ah, like I said, better writing. I was like, that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's why. And also, but here's what I want to do with you, though. Okay. So true or false, Tiara? Yep. Have you, suffered, you ever suffered from black guilt? Black guilt. Black, in, in the sense of uh, an example of black guilt. Yeah. You ever over tipped for some shitty ass service only because you felt like yeah. you had to? Yeah. Because 100%. brothers before you came yeah. in and that's why like you were getting shitty service? Weekly weekly basis. <laughs> should, on, on a weekly basis. You yeah. could look a, a hope diminished from the waitress eyes. She looked she looked at you, she, <laughs> she looked at you like Michael uh, like Mike Tyson's opponents in the eighties. Like, yeah. oh fuck, I got no shot. Like <laughs> there goes that tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what your ass won't? <laughs> Y'all always coming in here. Wow. <laughs> I want to. Wow. You ain't got no salad. Wow. Oh, we ain't got no ranch. We ain't got no balsa. Oh, here. that's hilarious. If I don't ask for like uh, anything special, I feel like that's a win. I don't demand like extra shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he might be one of the good ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Have you ever been in your car and or even or did something that was like so quote-unquote white you go that you were like fuck i gotta blacken myself up yeah yeah what i drink craft beer every <laughs> fucking week my brother in christ <laughs> dude yes all the time and i love it i love it you walk into any brewery it's like the record scratches it's like that scene in uh in the eddie murphy movie fucking <laughs> there's a new sheriff in town i'll have a pilsner please <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta take a shot of Hennessy to, <laughs> to reset the equilibrium. To blacken yeah. yeah, this up. Yeah, I'm gonna craft beer and uh, bring a shot of Hennessy, please. Yeah, please. Yeah, just <laughs> so nobody tests me today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you had to choose between hip hop, rock and roll, country, if you had to choose gun to your head, what would you listen to? Hip hop. Okay. It's not even close. Yeah, I, I kind of figured you would yeah. on that one. I mean, uh, I, I feel so guilty because, I mean, I, I think I'd go with Journey every time. Would you? Yeah. Why do you feel I guilty? F- I fucking love Journey. Yeah. Dude, Journey. Fucking see, rock. Wyatt's laughing. He's white. <laughs> <laughs> I, you, give me, you, give, you give me Journey, Bruce Springsteen, oh, and you no. two. Oh, God. Motherfucker. Jesus. Yeah. And then Jay-Z no. comes in maybe 10th. No. We gotta. We would never survive on a road trip together. Oh yeah, we would. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would. Oh, Listen Vince to, Morris actually had me stop AC, the car because I was listening like Motorhead and Judas Priest, and he literally made me stop the car in the middle of nowhere in New York, no lights, access ramp. He goes, "I love you, but I gotta go." And he gets, <laughs> and, and he gets out the car and gets in another car with 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 uh, with uh, Billy D. Washington and Lewis Johnson got in my car because I was listening to heavy metal oh, and I was driving. God. And the rule is, whoever's driving controls the fucking radio. Yeah, and he was that's, mad. At him. That's always the rule. Yeah. yeah, the whitest thing you've ever done. The whitest thing I've ever done. Yeah, why? I mean, where you were like, God damn it. The whitest thing. Like, I've whitest, ever done. like white, white, like oh fuck, like maybe you got a lawyer instead of fighting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Come on. You asked Everybody. for the manager. <laughs> What's the whitest oh, thing you've ever shit. done? The whitest thing I've ever done. I I don't know. I'm married to a white woman, so I mean that might be a black thing now. <laughs> that's a black. That, thing. That's a black that's thing black now. Thing, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, Me Too movement. <laughs> Whitest thing I ever done. Let's see. Oh shit. Okay, I went to the Third Eye Blind concert. God damn. Yeah. Even I wouldn't do this shit. Yeah, it was fucking, <laughs> I was like, where? Also, this How's is it a, gonna <laughs> be. I was like, they were mad because I guess people were mad. I don't know the music, but I guess everybody was mad because they weren't playing the hits. They're playing the new shit. Everybody like, what is this? I guess they were like a depressed band back in the day. 
These dudes got families now and they're doing all right. They're all happy and shit. I can afford groceries. <laughs> I'm like, this fucking sucks. No, some called Whole Foods. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's like I don't want to kill myself. I'm doing great, and they're like, kill yourself. Fucking kill yourself. It's the truth, though, man. Yeah. Those bands when they're going through the angst in their twenties because they're broke, they That's got gro- they, they got their hunger pains. I was laughing my ass. You had no idea what the song was. I know. Were. Also, I go to the Indianapolis 500 every year. I do that too. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm racing. I'm yeah. racing, bro. But yeah, way. yeah. I go to the infield and people watch. It's fantastic. It's the best people watch because it's not just rednecks. It's rednecks and hillbillies. But now it's like young kids cosplaying rednecks and hillbillies. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I was <laughs> so in, funny to me. I went to Indianapolis and I literally felt like the old dad, like get off my lawn because they had a band playing, yeah. but it was the last 20 laps and it was a good race. Oh. And, and I almost went, cause you shut that goddamn <laughs> music off. I mean, I, I'm watching the race. Like when I'm, I'm watching the race. when I'm at a race race oh and somebody's trying to talk gosh. to me, I'll look at you with that face. Like, I don't remember asking you a goddamn <laughs> thing at Samuel L. Jackson face. And I get so fucking mad because I'm I'm actually watching. I don't want a yeah. conversation. Yeah. This is what I, I want to watch. Yeah. So please, oh again, shut the fuck up. I love it so yeah. much. Man, God damn it, it, Dwight. I mean, man, for if you guys get a chance, his new one, his special, Who's the Master, comes out. YouTube, I'm telling you, folks. This is comedy the way it's supposed to be. He's not running all over the stage like myself, doing Martin Lawrence, doing uh, the calisthenics, trying to get a laugh. <laughs> Somebody like sits in the pocket and just, crazy. and just delivers right. crisp fucking knockout punches, punch lines. And when he, you go to his, his Instagram, it's not crowd work. It's actual fucking comedy the way it's meant to be. Set up, punch, bam, sometimes punch, punch. It's beautiful. It's comedy, and it's my man Dwight Simmons. God damn. I really and, appreciate you. And he's here. got a, a podcast out called Matt and Dwight Just Might. Check that out. Anything Please. else you want to say, bro? No, I appreciate it. Please check out the special July 20th. It'll be on YouTube, like you said. Everything BT said. I really appreciate you having me, man. This is great. I love chopping it up with you. Dude, uh, anytime, bro. We don't talk about nothing. <laughs> we're just like, yeah, we're just like, dude. Yeah, remember that time you got pulled over? It's like, hell yeah. We need this. The best is, yeah, I don't have a cell phone. I ran the gas. Oh, okay. Well, good luck. <laughs> what kind of cop is that? The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> ain't radio it in or nothing this is crazy radio alright well that is it thank you for watching Tales from a Gemini I appreciate it I'm BT it's my man Dwight Simmons check out the special until next time you know the word peace